Welcome to Screen Share, a movie podcast. Movie podcast. A movie podcast. This is the podcast where we move. Oh, you wish. <laughs> I'm Calder. I'm Adam. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I am. And we're talking about West Side Story 2021 today. 2021. It's directed by Spielberg. Steven. What'd you think? Um. So, uh, before going into this, You've seen the previous West Side Story. Mm-hmm. You know the story of West Side Story. Yeah. You know the West Side Story. Yeah. I didn't know... I don't know how. I didn't know a single thing about West Side Story other than, like, there's a bit where they rumble. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, like, that's truly all I knew. Um, did you and, not watch it in high school? Because I watched no. it in English class. I did not. Because it's an adaptation of Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, which I didn't even know until halfway through the movie when I was like, that's kind of like Romeo and Juliet. And Olivia was like, well, yeah, it's an adaptation. And I was like, oh, so they're going to die. <laughs> well, spoilers. Well, I feel like maybe actually we should say at the top of each pod, like, oh, we're going to be talking about the film. So, like, watch it first. Which I feel like I mean, we kind of, like, established Yeah, that. but also, like, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Um, yeah, I've seen this a lot. I saw this version in theaters. Um, I like the movie. I'm a bit of a musicals guy. Okay. I like musicals. I'm usually not, but there's a couple that I like. La La Land? I liked La La Land. I like Tick Tick Boom. I wouldn't say like, um, what is it? A Star is Born. I wouldn't call that a musical. No. I feel it's like that's a, a movie with music in it. Yeah. Which is kind of like how I feel about a lot of the animated ones as well. Where it's like, I don't think Frozen's a musical. I think it's a movie with music in it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of the classic Disney movies as well, almost all of them are technically musicals. Yeah, but, the, but... I don't think they feel the same. So, it's based on the 1960... Well, this is a remake of the 61 movie, which is based on this 57 play by Jerome Robbins. Music by Stephen Sondheim and Leonard Bernstein. I know Stephen Sondheim. Leonard Bernstein, Bradley Cooper's going to play him in a movie. Cool. Maestro. It's supposed to come out this year. I don't think it will. R. Like this year is in 2023 or 2022? Oh, no. 2023. No, wait. What year is it? This is 2020. I've thought that this year is 2023 multiple times this year, but it's not 2023. Maybe it's a Mandela effect. Or I think time is just moving so slowly. Um, probably since they dropped the nukes, it's kind of slowing down. Yeah. Or Why is that funny? I just think of somebody like listening to this podcast years down the line when like there's actually a nuclear <laughs> war in like 2032 or something like that. And then they're like, oh wait, I thought this was taking place. I thought they were recording this in 2022. Maybe. Later it'll be deleted by then. Yeah. Um, but as far as my thoughts, like, I went into this not knowing a single thing, so it was unraveling as I went. And, uh... Kind of smacked the mic there. That's so. fine. <laughs> but, uh, so, I'd say overall, I had a positive... I have positive feelings about it mm-hmm. overall. Yeah. I'm not, like, crazy about the film. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of things that I was kind of like, eh, <laughs> on. There's a couple things where they're, like not great or as good as you'd hope they would be yeah but i think the one thing that is great throughout is just like how good the movie looks um, see and how the movie shot do you not think it looks good i don't think it looks very good why because it's i think it's i mean it's not that i don't think it looks good i think the sets are great and it's like very crisp visuals mm-hmm. but i think it's like the very gray but i get that that's the time period and it's like in mm dusty dirty new york and the first like the 61 version it's like a big departure from the 61 version because that's like high color technicolor film so like the one of the main things about it is like it's bright it's colorful it's like kind of fun um but i don't think the 61 version's like great honestly which might be a hot take I don't think the 61 version is great. Yeah. 
I um, I mean I I I haven't seen it, so I have nothing to judge mm-hmm. or to compare this to. It's just kind of as it sits, which I think is partially why when I was talking to Olivia Randall <laughs> where okay. I was like what 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 is it about West Side Story that made it so popular and why people like it so much? Cuz I was cuz my main thing was like why would it become so popular and like one of the more higher regarded musicals of all time if it's based on a different story it's not like an original story yeah but i kind of get it it's a bit more modern and like honestly just changing the setting kind of changes it a lot well it like it makes it relatable to something that like you can relate to or like people could relate to at the time i guess and then they're able to use like like, more modern dialogue yeah and it's like not about these two weird families and like there's some sort of like real conflict and stakes to it it's kind of grounded whereas like romeo and juliet's like not yeah really um i guess maybe it was if you're living when old willie was alive but old willie yeah willie shakes uh i kind of wish that they i know it might have been kind of tacky but like i wish they made it for like this time yeah you're you're remaking a movie update the updated romeo and (laughs) like it's it's kind of like an updated romeo and juliet but you think they should have updated the west side story yeah, I just think it's strange to remake a movie that at that time was an update for modern times yeah. of the story. But I guess you could that would just be a different musical. But I don't know. I, there's a part of me that's like, was it necessary? But I also really like how well it made it is. Yeah, it's. I think that overall it's it's good. But like, the, I guess if they, <laughs> if they were to make it a modern thing, like. Before it's two weird families, now it's two gangs. Like, what would it be now? Like, well, chess still club be versus gangs. the football team. What? No, it could still be two gangs. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Do you think gangs don't exist anymore? Or? Uh, no, well, no. I think gangs gangs still exist, but I don't think they're as prominent as they used to be. I don't know if like, that's it true. Was, I mean, you could tell in this movie, it's like commonly known by everyone that there's gangs, and like they go, oh. That's one of the members of this gang. They're probably going to go fight that other gang. It's like, that's not really a thing that happens anymore. It's a lot more, like, behind the scenes nowadays, I think. And it's a little more organized nowadays. Now we're just talking about crime. I mean, I guess, but I feel like your evidence for there being more gangs in the past, being that in this movie, gangs seem to be common, doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, I, I guess I mean, like... and. I, I have no, like, experience or evidence to back this mm-hmm. up. But, like, I feel like there used to be, like, big gangs where it's like, these gangs are having a turf war. Whereas I feel like now it's just like, I feel like it's more smaller scale now. Because I feel like I guess they're it's, more I think cracked it's just more down hidden. on. It's just yeah. more hidden now. Well, that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Good um, that we agree on gangs. So this movie is written by Tony Kushner. Okay. Him and Spielberg have made four movies together. Munich, Lincoln, this one, The Fablemans, coming out this year. Only one of those I've seen is Lincoln. What did you think of Lincoln? I liked it. I watched it when I was like 14. Mm -hmm. So like, I think I got a little bored, but I thought that it was like, that was one of the first movies I watched where I was like, whoa. Oh yeah? This is like a film. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't seen Lincoln. I haven't seen the other ones. I know, like, I've seen some stuff from Munich, and apparently The Fablemans is, like, pretty good. It's got Seth Rogen in it. Nice. It's about Spielberg's growing up. But you um, haven't seen Lincoln? No, I haven't seen Lincoln. Maybe we should do that as one of them. The thing is, there's so many movies I want to do for this podcast, but it's so yeah, little it's time. Yeah, it's like they keep making them for some reason. Yeah. It's disgusting. Uh, I think just, like, in general, actually, we'll talk about the reception to this movie. Sure. High critical reception. Movie was an absolute flop. I I kind of got that vibe watching the movie where I was like, I feel like this is like a movie where people see it and they go, that was good. 
but like no one really goes to see it but mm. like of course it's a movie that probably had a super high budget yeah so it cost a hundred million dollars that's lower than i thought it would be but that's but the yeah. break even was reportedly 300 million Oof. and it made 75 million yeah oof wow yeah it's pretty rough <laughs> wow now it came out last year christmas time yeah so that's around spider-man oh true and that you're also expecting people to go see a musical with like no real big stars and it was that was also just like entering oh people are going to the movies again but like, then it closed regular. down right oh, remember it? remember last year oh yeah it closed, it closed down, down again, again. yeah because i left working at the cineplex of course. That's definitely the only reason why you left. We won't talk about that on the pod. <laughs> That's top secret. Uh, and then it kind of came out on Disney Plus. And that's that's. I it. can almost guarantee like, more run. people have seen it on Disney Plus. Oh, than of course. Theaters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think another thing hurting this movie is the whole Ansel Elgort thing. Yeah. Not that it's like, like, I don't think that is the reason it didn't make 400 million dollars but like i think it's the reason it's not as big on social media well as it could have been and like before all the stuff about ansel elgort came out Mm -hmm. like i i'd say generally i liked him like i like baby driver a lot um i think he's fine he's one of the big problems i have with this movie well that's the thing regardless of controversy i just don't think he was the right pick and i don't think they've like i don't think the original tony's very good either i think tony is like a very hard part to cast maybe because he's a piece of shit but he's also got to be charming yeah and be able to sing well he's not and, like, really a piece of shit he's though. a piece of shit i mean he used to be a piece of shit <laughs> slick back hair glass house white ferrari lives, lives for, for new, new year's eve, eve. Yeah. Beats a man half to death. Or, sorry, more like nine-tenths to death. Kills a man, fucks his sister. Ugh. That's part of it. That's well, one of the questions. We'll like, get into that later. Yeah, we'll get into that later. <laughs> uh, but I just don't think that he's very good as the character. Like, I don't think he's, like, bad. It's just, like, especially... I keep forgetting her name. Who who played... Rachel Zegler? Yes. Yeah. Maria? Yeah. Yeah. She's just so good. Yeah. <laughs> that like like I didn't think he was that bad when he was just like singing in his shop. And yeah. I was like, oh he's not bad. But when I they're guess. together, she's like and then, blowing him away. Yeah. Like a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even kind of when he's with Rita Moreno. And I don't think she's like perfectly like outstanding in the movie. She's really good, but like he's not good when it's just him and her either. No. And when it's just him, it's kind of like, I don't care about him that much. Yeah. I think Tony's just like a hard part to nail. I also think his get singing style is just a little weird. It's very like, Ooh. it's like, ve- it, I don't even know how to describe it. I like, don't have the dialect to talk about singing like this, mm-hmm. but like, it's a very like, it feels like a deep kind of like guttural throat kind of way of singing. Where he's like saying it with like the... His Adam's apple kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, whereas, like, Rachel Ziegler is, like, she's singing outside of her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Like, you you know what I mean, though? Where yeah, it's, like, it so. feels like as soon as she hits a note, it's, like, it was already there. Yeah. Almost. It's, like, almost effortless. Yeah. And it's, like, yeah. effortlessly 11 out of 10, and his is, like, it feels like... It's a struggling trying... six out of Exactly. 10. It's a struggling yeah. six. Which, like... I, it's fine like i don't think that it he's like i said i don't think he's bad in it I yeah just think it's just like out of all of the singing performances i think he does the worst yeah and he out of the five main cast so we'll go that's saying uh riff Mar- riff maria ariana debose i don't remember what her character's name is anita i think it yeah is. bernardo out of the five of those he's the worst. he's the worst yeah yeah the other and ones are best is Rachel Ziegler. Second best is easily, uh, I forget her first Ariana? name. Ariana. Ariana DeBose. Yeah. yeah. And I like uh, Riff as well. I think Bernardo doesn't get a lot to do. <sighs> yeah, Bernardo doesn't get a lot to go do. I'm like, Riff's not likable, dude. Dude, that's honestly biggest nitpick about the movie. Hmm. 
and like like I said, I haven't seen any previous versions of this. Yeah. I think that like it feels the whole time like they're trying to convince me that Riff is deep down a good guy. Mm-hmm. There was not a single point that I had any sympathy or empathy for him because as soon as they introduce him they're like oh he's part of a a gang second thing we learn about him oh he's racist Mm -hmm. and then he really keeps up the racism and then like even and he's just like completely irrational Mm -hmm. and selfish the entire time and then like even after he dies like i also think it's a it reflects badly on him that all of the boys who used to be under him try to rape someone after, like, the same day that her partner died. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I don't none think of them the are likable at all. I don't think the movie's trying to make you like Riff at all. But I think there's the part the but part where Tony's like trying to convince himself that Riff's a good guy. Even but though he's he supposed knows to be Riff like the Mercutio, it. right? Yeah. Mercutio is, like, kind of likable, though. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, he there's there are problems there. But he's likable. Yeah, and the the dislikability in Romeo and Juliet falls on the parents, but the parents yeah. aren't in this. True. So that falls on Riff and Bernardo. I guess so. But the thing is, Bernardo, like, Bernardo, Bernardo I see as irrational, do. and, like, he's very, like, quick to anger. Like, he, he has a mm-hmm. bunch of flaws, but, like, he's also kind of likable because he just cares about his sister. He just, like, cares about his partner. Mm-hmm. He, like, has a job. Yeah. Like, he just feels like an actual person. Well, he's a boxer. Sure. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. Riff just feels like there's not a redeemable quality about him. I think the key to it is the fact that these guys have been stuck there and their families have been stuck there. Well, yeah. The only so, bit like, of sympathy is, like, oh, I understand why he is this way. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's a likable character. I agree with you on okay. that. Okay. But it just... it, it I, Maybe you disagree, but it felt to me like they were trying to convince me the whole movie. Like I was supposed to be sad when I think they're trying to have you understand him, understand the circumstance that he's so. in. But you don't have to be like, I forgive him. Like you don't have to feel bad for him, but you need to at least like extend enough to understand like... Yeah. Oh, he comes from a family of people who are like just kind of degenerates yeah so like this is what he's gonna do well actually i i have a piece of analysis that i just thought about i because it's the jets and the sharks Mm -hmm. it feels like the sharks are like not developed at all really Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's because they knew that if they developed the sharks more everyone would just cheer for the sharks because Mm -hmm. the jets are so unlikable so they had to just not develop the sharks so that they're kind of on even playing ground because, like, at least I kind of know the Jets. They don't really develop the the Sharks, though, in the first one, either. Well, that's and, what I'm... I'm, yeah. I'm not saying specifically for this movie, necessarily. Oh, okay. But, like, just in the story in general. Because, like... I don't know. The Jets are so, so unlikable the whole time. Yeah. There's even a shot where, at the end, when, spoiler alert, Tony's dead on the ground. Uh, and mm-hmm. they, like, show the couple Sharks that are there. Or, sorry, the couple Jets that are there. Mm-hmm. And they, like, look sad and sad music is playing and they look, like, regretful. And it felt like I'm supposed to be like, oh, they're realizing their mistake. Maybe they'll mm-hmm. be good now. And I'm like, they tried to rape someone <laughs> ten minutes ago. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not, yeah. I don't know. It. The Jets were my least favorite part. I know they're not supposed to be, like, good guys, mm-hmm. but it felt like there was n- zero... Like, the only parts of the movie that I really enjoyed were, like, when Rachel Ziegler was on or when Ariana DeBose was on. Because they're actually really good. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's a fair, like, in terms of enjoyment thing. Yeah. But I think it's a good movie at, like, expressing sort of, like, the time. Because the original yeah. one doesn't really get into that all that much. Yeah, I do think that, like, the set design, the costume mm. design, like, like, the movie does... The only thing about it, how it looks that I don't like is that it feels a little bit gray, like a little more color could come in. Because, mm. like, even the song that's like, da-da-da-da in America, which was yeah. probably my favorite one, like, that one, t- like, tries to add color, but it still kind of has the... It, it feels like there's this weird color. film over it that's yeah. kind of, like, limiting it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
that's the only thing about it, how it looks that I don't like. For the most part, it does look very good. Yeah. I. What was I talking about before that? I don't remember. Talking about the Jets. I don't know. It doesn't matter. And then, um, oh, you were talking about, um, we were talking about how Ansel Elgort's the worst of the main cast, and then we started talking about Riff. Okay, so out of the main cast, yeah, the movie got some Oscar nominations yep. for stuff. Obviously, it's a Spielberg movie; it'll probably get them. Yeah, um, Ariana DeBose was like the most notable. She got Best Supporting Actress, I believe. Um, didn't win, but that's pretty good nomination. Still a good she nom. hosted SNL. Nice. That as they tried to like get the movie pumped up a little bit, <laughs> yeah. get people to watch it. Um, but really, it was just like a flop. Yeah, and. The Ansel Elgort thing, I think, as we were talking about, has an effect on that. Um, the other thing is there's just, like, no stars. Like, there's no real movie stars in this. Yeah, Ansel feels... Elgort's not a movie star. He was in Baby no. Driver, but he's not, like, a movie star. No. Yeah, I feel like, and maybe you'll disagree, mm-hmm. when Olivia and I were watching, uh, I was about to go Roland. What's it? Randall. Sure. We got to stop doing that bit. I'm already bored of it four episodes, three episodes. (laughs) My girlfriend's name is Olivia. Maybe. (laughs) Anyway, I was watching the movie with her and uh, I, she disagreed with me, but I said that not that he'd be the best casting. I'm not saying he'd be the best casting, Mm -hmm. but all I could think was that uh, Taron Edgerton would do a much better job than Ansel Elgort in the role. Yeah, I was trying to figure out who it should be, because I think it should be someone younger, too. Yeah. Yeah, may- maybe Taron Edgerton also is a little bit too Yeah, young, like, but... I was looking at this list, and I was like, oh, there's some guys who could be good, but they're, like, 28. Like, Ansel's 20-ish, 28-ish. He was mid-20s when they filmed it. You know what I'm going to... I'm going to pull something out here. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, weird, because it feels like everybody says he should be cast in everything just because they like him. Mm-hmm. But I think this is actually a good casting for him. I honestly think that Tom Holland would probably be pretty good in this. He's done musicals before. Yeah. He has that, like, throw some fucking hair gel in there. He looks Mm -hmm. like he belongs there. Like, I honestly think he'd be pretty good. Maybe he's a little too cute and small. I think that's the only thing. Yeah. Is he's just a little small. Well, that's the thing with Taron Edgerton, too. He's kind of short. Like, you, you, there's very few actors who are, because Tony's, like, kind of a big guy. Yeah. Who are big, can sing. And have, like, a tough but attractive look. And yeah. aren't, like, 35 years old. Yeah. Um, some recastings that I thought could have worked to put a couple more butts in seats. Well, there was actually one rumored casting. Whereas uh, Isaac Gonzalez was going to play... Um, not Anita. The shop owner. Valentina? Wait, no. Valentina? Wait, sorry, I'm getting my research all messed up. I think she was going to play... Um, Anita, yeah. Okay. But then that fell through. I mean, I think Ariana DeBus was a good choice. No, sorry, I messed up. It was Valentina. Uh, oh, okay. She was going to play The Valentina. old lady? Yeah. Interesting. Well, she doesn't have, like, in the original, it's Doc, who's, like, a younger man. Oh, okay. I like, see. I don't know. Like, yeah, he's, like, 30, late 30s, 40, um, which is kind of what she is, which I think would have been interesting. She's not sure. a huge movie star. But I don't think people, I like that Rita Moreno's in it, but I don't think people care unless they're a fan of it. Yeah. Um, another recasting that I kind of thought of was for the detective guy, mm-hmm. put Bradley Cooper in that role. That can be Bradley Cooper just like, easily. That could be honestly, just get a big name actor for yeah. that role. Like, you just... need someone else. I, I've seen that guy in a lot of things. I think he's a good actor, but like... Mm-hmm. Because you don't even have to, like, give him a lot to do. It's not even a big role. You don't even have to probably pay him that much. He's literally just in the beginning. Is he even in the middle at all? He's He's at the dance? He shows up um, when they know that the the fight's going to go on. And And I think he... After he dies. Yeah, and then after he dies. Yeah, so just put, like, Bradley Cooper. Put someone in that role. And I think it would have been interesting because Bradley Cooper's playing Leonard Bernstein. Right. Cross promote. Yeah. Um. Who else? And like the other problem is those are the only kind of parts you can cast famous people in because there's no famous yeah. movie stars anymore that are young. 
like Timmy Chalamet, I guess, but like he, I don't know he if he can like sing, but he might a make movie a movie star. I think Tim, Timothy Chalamet would count. I, I think mean, I guess I think he would get more butts and seats than Ansel Elgort would. Yeah, yeah. It's just here's the thing: I don't think there's any like one casting you could do to make this movie not a flop. Just yeah. for when it came out, how it came out, what type of movie it is, like. Yeah. And I guess in the Heights, and you know, Dear Evan Hansen, we can say, I haven't seen Dear Evan Hansen, but in the Heights came out as well last year, didn't do great. Um, so I guess it's probably just a musical thing. Yeah, I think it's hard to market musicals. I think spending that much on a musical is like like a musical film not necessarily a musical because mm-hmm. like there are plenty of people go to like the theater but to see i don't think they've spent a hundred million dollars on a musical in years no yeah but like i just don't think that there is i don't think general audiences are going oh let's go watch a movie i want to sit down for a musical i mean it happens when olivia and i watch movies like on netflix all the time mm-hmm. where she'll be like oh we should watch this it's, it's i know you don't love musicals but I'll be like, I'm just like not in the mood to listen to songs and dance right now. And it's also like it got a bummer sometimes. ending too. Oh yeah, it's got a so bummer. So you go in, and you know the ending's a bummer. So you go in knowing it's going to be a bummer. Yeah. I will say that a positive for the film is like, I knew that it wasn't going to end well. But mm-hmm. the whole time I was like, maybe. <laughs> That's kind of the thing with Romeo and Juliet where you're like, ah. It could, it's so close to ending well. Like the, the only thing that makes it like not quite as good is it feels like, <laughs> like the the lead up to the bad ending hmm. is characters being completely irrational and stupid. Yeah. So it's like I'm not like oh man it sucks that these are these are the events that lead to this. It's like no 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 any one of you could stop being an idiot, <laughs> and then these two could live happily ever after. So let's get into some questions. All right. What's your favorite scene? Scene? Yeah. Not song? Scene. Okay. Scene? Um, I think mine is probably Officer Krupke, because it can be the song as well. Okay. But like, I think that Officer Krupke scene is good, and I'm, it surprisingly works without With either the of the two in the... Yeah. Interesting. Because I was going to mention that earlier when I was talking about the Jets being unlikable as, like, something I didn't like. Like, I thought it was fun. I thought mm-hmm. it was a fun sequence. But, like, the whole time they're talking about how they're good boys deep down. And I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> they got a but, social disease. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Man, favorite scene? I'd say probably when she's like on the the staircase like the fire escape that's a good one i just think that he's like like, climbing around trying to get to her yeah i thought the choreography (laughs) for him like climbing around them like looking through the grates him moving over to the other thing like she's lit like with a like like, that's the reason why i think it's so well made like there's beautiful shots well that that's that part felt like i i was watching a stage thing it's Mm -hmm. just everything else was also filled out you know what i mean yeah. Like, it felt like I was looking at a stage set piece mm-hmm. that well, like would, just had a lot of thing. money in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, there's also the dance hall scene. That's a good one, Mambo. Yeah. Um, and I do like... I actually really like that scene because of how they, like... The song when they see each other. Mm-hmm. They're like... Doo, 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 doo. And, like, the choreography is kind of fun because, like... In real life, you don't meet someone and do some weird dance like that mm-hmm. with them. But, like, you know that watching the movie. Yeah. But it feels like the dance is kind of, like, showing the feelings of meeting mm-hmm. someone and having a feeling like It's like, like getting, that. like, meeting someone being like, oh, who's this? And, like... Yeah. Yeah. It, it seemed like they were honest. It felt like small talk in dance form. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I thought that was pretty and cool. And the choreography is very good. Mm-hmm. <sighs> What's the guy's name? Justin Peck, I think, did the choreography for this movie. And it's all... I like a lot of it, even though I do think it's pretty funny at some times. Like, yeah, it some is funny. funny parts sometimes. where, like, dudes are going to 
stab each other in the head or like throw each other off fences and then they're like oh and they catch each other or something and then <laughs> yeah. roll around and spin and jump yeah when when tony's trying to get the gun from riff yeah or like, like vice versa kicking dirt i do think that like the the choreography for a lot of the men in the movie is cool because it's very it's still ballet but it's very like aggressive and like punchy Mm -hmm. um which i think works pretty well but yeah yeah, in that scene (laughs) i just had this like looking at the scenario moment where i was like can you imagine if you were just hanging out with your friends and then two of them just started doing this weird punch dance together and it's like choreographed and they're doing the same thing (laughs) yeah and then they like just walk away and they're like all right where are we go like what what are we doing next and then you just refer you remember that time those uh, two friends just started like punching each other but they didn't hit each other a single time we should learn a dance yeah let's learn a dance pretend to attack each other family functions yeah, all of our family functions yeah. we go to, yeah. But, like, separate, obviously, because we have different families. Of course. Um, Janusz Kamitsky shot this movie, who is, like, Spielberg's longtime DP. He's done, like, Saving Private Ryan and stuff. Okay. I think... I've mentioned this a couple times. I think the cinematography is really good. I just feel like the color grading is, like, a little too... Yeah. Trying to be a little too sleek. It's a little bit too like we've got to be real and, and yeah. rustic, and it's like, or you can make it fun. Yeah, so. like I think there's probably a level of gray that's too much, but I appreciate. Well, it could also be gray for going. some scenes. Yeah, you know what I mean. One scene. Well, what's your least favorite scene? I think we might have the same one when they try to rape scene. a girl. Well, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Because not only did it make me uncomfortable, but I just felt like, I don't know. It just felt weirdly, and I know that's just part of the story, but it just felt weirdly unnecessary where it's like, what is this accomplishing other than making me hate the Jets more Mm -hmm. and feel worse for Anita as a character? Mm -hmm. And I know that that kind of needs to happen so that she can like lie to them about... Mm-hmm. Uh, Maria being dead, and that's what blah blah blah. Like, I know that it's like just one of the steps towards whatever, but it's like it's the worst step. Well, it but it confirms that they're bad guys. Yeah, like I don't think it's. Tr- I feel like you're focusing on needing to find people likable in the movies, or in the movie. Whereas, like, there's likable people in the movie. No, but like, it feels like if they're not likable. You don't like that. like Well, no, because I like to not that. like some people okay. in movies. Like, I like to hate a villain. You know what I mean? Okay. It just felt like they were trying... Like, it felt like the the attempted rape scene happened, but then they're still trying to convince me that they might be good guys when they, like, carry Tony's body away into, like... Like, it feels like mm-hmm. the whole movie, they're like, look at them, they're pieces of shit, mm-hmm. but... Maybe they're not. They're pieces of shit, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, they're pieces of shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think it's doing that. I think it's just they're pieces of shit, but they're also teenagers and they're boys and they don't know what they're doing. And like, it's trying to show all of that. And well, the sharks didn't try to rape someone <laughs> that you know of. I guess. Maybe give me more sharks content. That I is found the more That's the one thing that like is really missing is the sharks mm-hmm. content. What do you think about there being a lot of Spanish that was no subtitles? I thought it was good. I thought it was fine because I thought like they never did it for like four sentences at a time. Mm-hmm. They do like two sentences, and then one person says a line in English, and then like a, like I thought yeah. it was well balanced. Like you can pick up the context kind of, and they're able to like do it with like. Anita coming in and being like, you need to practice your English. So mm-hmm. then they'll say it, but then they'll go back into the Spanish. Mm-hmm. I, I, thought think it that, I thought it worked well. Yeah, I think it works really well. I think it's a really interesting thing because usually they'd subtitle it or something. As someone who doesn't know a lick of Spanish, I like... What about hombre? I know C. Mm-hmm. I know amigo. I think that's just a letter. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like, I thought it was balanced well. I had no problem with it at all. Out of the 30,000 people who auditioned to be Maria, who would you have picked? I mean, I don't know the other 29,999, but I probably would have picked Rachel Ziegler. Would you have picked a girl who played Fiona in Shrek the Musical? Because that's... I know, I know, I know the story. Yeah. 
I didn't know if you... For, the, for those who don't know, she played Shrek the Musical in what, high school? Yeah. Yeah, and then they just picked her. And now she's in... She's 500 this, other things. Shazam, Snow White, Net, Hunger Games prequel. She's going to be such a good Snow White, I think. Yeah. Not that I <laughs> think they need to make a live-action Snow White. Oh, they don't need to at all. Not at all. And the movie might honestly suck, but I think she'll obviously be good in it. I think it'll probably be similar to Little Mermaid, where... Uh, who's playing Little Mermaid again? I forget her Haley name. Haley Bailey. Haley Bailey. Bailey? Or Haley Bailey. I'd... Olivia would know her name. Yeah. I don't know how to say her name. But I like, always want to say Hallie, but uh, that's wrong. She, obviously, she's going to kill it. Mm-hmm. I think the movie will not be good. But I think yeah. she will None of them do have an excellent been good, job. I don't think. No. Um, yeah. Yeah, none of them have been good. No. Maybe Barry Jenkins' Lion King 2 will be good. Are they really making Lion King mm-hmm. 2? Like Barry Simba's Jen- Pride? I don't know if it'll be that, but I know they're making it. Because I want to see Kovu, baby. What is that? Kovu is uh, Scar's nephew. And, and he what falls he in do? love with... It's kind of actually a Romeo and Juliet story. Well, the first one's what? Macbeth or Hamlet or something? Yeah, the second one I think is Romeo and Juliet because uh, so Simba's daughter uh, falls in love with Scar's nephew. And Isn't that incest? Who knows? They're lions. They're cousins. No. Second cousins, I think. Second cousins. Whatever, yeah, man. Yeah, I think in this province where you can actually fuck your second cousin, like, it's fine. I th- No, I think in Canada, first, cousin's first is cousin is technically legal to marry, at least. Which well, is then you're just fuck. egregious. If you're married, you're fuck. What? If you're married, you're fuck. If you marry, you're fuck? Yeah. Put that on a t-shirt. We could. Direct to consumer. Make five bucks a shirt. Sell a million of them. Five million dollars. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> wow. Crazy that map, a, That huh? took a little bit. Did it? Me, Ow. Um, Janusz Kaminski also shot Call of the Wild. What do you think about that Oof. movie? That's Harrison Ford, CG yeah. dog. Your mom liked that movie, right? No, she just wanted to watch it because it oh. had Harrison Ford in it. Okay. Um, but she thought the dog looked creepy. I think this is going to be the big question of the episode. Okay. Would you have sex with Olivia if she killed your brother and then came over? And then there's a part two to this as well. That's the thing. I asked Olivia this while we were watching the movie. Mm -hmm. Where I was like, would you still be with me if I killed your brother? And then she was like, it's not the same. Like, it's complicated. She knew that, like bernardo was like going to this fight she knew something was probably going to happen but like, we'll say in the scenario of this olivia yeah. and your brother are rumbling yeah she kills him yeah are you letting her get laid i probably uh try to figure out more about the scenario you don't have time it's either fuck now or you're done <laughs> well then <laughs> then i'm probably gonna say no Wait up, please. Boundaries. Mm-hmm. And if she pushes the issue, then that just means she doesn't respect me, in which case then we're donezo. But I th- I think she'd probably respect my wishes to, like, calm down, let me figure out what's going on. Because, like... You have no time. No time. No time. No time. No time. Okay, then, no. Secondarily, do you think... No, you, you answer the same question. Oh. oh, of course. Of course, yes, you would. Oh, yeah. Because my brother doesn't exist. Okay, then sister, dude, <laughs> idiot. Yeah, it's fine. I have, I've realized this recently where I have like very much only child energy mm. because I didn't spend a lot of time with my siblings or anyone when I was growing up. Mm. Why is that? Because my parents got divorced and I just played video games a lot. Why is that? It was more fun. No, why the other one? My parents got divorced. Anyway, we could get into that, but that's a whole. Maybe we'll do that one for marriage story. <laughs> this is the only conversation we've had on any of these episodes so far where I'm like, Ugh, I kind of hope my family doesn't listen to this podcast. Why? I don't know. <laughs> it just feels like a lot, but it's fine. Do you think you'd be able to seduce Olivia <laughs> after killing her why. brother? No. Wait, after if after if killing, I killed her you brother. Kill, you kill her brother. Okay. You climb up her fire escape, knock on her window. Are you able to seduce her? Like, 
Ansel does. I genuinely think she would probably do the same as I would, where it's just like, what happened, and try and figure out what happened. But it's like, now or never. I think it would be similar to what happened in the movie, where she's like, crying and very angry, but she also knows that like, it, because like, he's bawling his eyes out, and he's like, I'm sorry, I don't know what happened, it was blah blah blah, he's like, Mm -hmm. clearly very, like, feeling a lot of remorse. Yeah. Like... I think it would probably happen almost how it happened in the movie in both instances, mm-hmm. but maybe with a couple more questions before immediately making out, <laughs> you know? But it's not as hot. But they make out, like, <laughs> almost immediately. It's like, I didn't mean to. Oh, okay. Nom, 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 nom. And it's just like... Oh, interesting way to make out. Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm immediately able to lock that down. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. All right. Sure. Because, like, I'm skilled at the art of taking someone's life, but I'm also skilled at the art of giving life. Good grief. What's the next question, please? I'd like to answer what my worst scene was so we can talk about this scene. Oh, okay. I thought you already did, but... I don't think I did. If no. I did, I'm being a rude. Oh, just a real quick other scene that I liked. I liked it when me. they were in the church. I was just going to say that's my least favorite scene. Oh, really? Scene. Wow, yeah. wow, 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 wow. Because I think it's kind of boring and silly and it stupid. It is boring. I think it like looks all right, but it's like... I think I just like the dialogue, honestly. Movie's 240. You're giving me 10 minutes in the church. That's like, true. And on the subway, and like not much is accomplished on the subway... No, they're just kind of you there. Just, yeah. I mean, the su- I guess the subway scene is just used As to like, show that, like, she's concerned about it and he's not. Yeah. Again, knock against Tony. Yeah. Tony's not, like, a great guy. No, but, like, but he does become a good guy for her. He wants I mean? to. He wants to, yeah. I don't even know if he does become a good guy. I think he says he's going to. Because this takes place over, like... No, but he tries to break up the fight, but then he stabs a man, so, like... Yeah. And he beats the shit out of her brother before stabbing him, too. Like, he's gonna smash his face in. Oh, there was something I wrote down. I think it was that, like... It was entirely Tony's fault. What? Oh, yeah, Tony causes Rift to be stabbed by Bernardo. Oh, yeah, and then he's holding Bernardo. him back. Yeah. Yeah, he, like, holds him back. It's like him holding him back got him stabbed. Yeah. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. So, like, he... Tony... Best intentions, sure. But, like, he kills them both, ultimately. I think there's also a disconnect with Ansel in the role because he's so old-looking. Like, he doesn't look like a grandpa. But, like, he looks pushing he looks like he's like 27 yeah and rachel ziegler looks like she's maybe like 16 they're supposed to be pretty young yeah so you're watching this guy make like early 20s late teens mistakes but he's like obviously not and it's like that in the original as well Mm -hmm. but the original also had like brown face like they didn't have the best casting natalie wood played uh maria who's white oh but uh, Anita Rita Moreno got an Oscar nomination just like Ariana DeBose so I wonder if that's a legacy thing we'll see maybe um, I found that kind of fun though I will but, say I, th- I think that it was good that like it was an all Puerto Rican cast for the Puerto Rican parts well, they weren't all Puerto Rican but pretty sure they were at least most of them were no Ariana DeBose is though isn't she I don't know her exact lineage I know Rachel Zegler's not Oh, I don't know. She's like half Irish, half Colombian. I'm on the Rachel Zegler subreddits. For her career. For her career. Okay, I was going to say r slash Rachel Zegler feet or some freak. Or freak. You're a freak. Okay. I'll take that. (laughs) I'll take that one. (laughs) Uh, What was the other question that I had? I don't know. I'm just surprised that, like, you think you and Olivia would want to, like talk after you've murdered her brother and like oh, figure yeah. it out like yeah we're in a rush we gotta go <laughs> let's get laid figure it out when we're in new hampshire can i tell you something yeah sure especially if 
uh, my sibling was just murdered or I just murdered my loved one's sibling, mm-hmm. I'm not rushing to get laid. But murder's an aphrodisiac. Um, I have one thing that I wrote down, if you're done with your questions. I've got one more. Well, we've got two more. and then Okay, uh, then, then you do your one more. I'm going to say my thing, and then we'll okay. do the last one. Um, any character, aside from the main five that you liked, any side characters? Officer Krupke, the detective, anybody's. I like anybody's. Anybody's was all right. Um, oh, yeah, we didn't even touch on that. How, like, uh, Olivia was talking about how in the original play... Um, like it was just a girl who's a tomboy, whereas this they kind of went more of like a trans like D plot story. Yeah, which I thought was fine. Mm-hmm. I wish they had a, like a little bit more to do. Um, yeah, but I thought it was fine. I think that's a the movie's already so long. Yeah, that it's hard to add stuff. But like, I think Bernardo Chino. I guess Chino. Um, anybody's. I like Chino as well. But, like, he doesn't have a lot to do. No. Bernardo doesn't have a lot to do. Anybody's doesn't have a lot to do. But here's the thing, though. Like, I'm I'm like, man, I wish there were kind of more likable side characters. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm like, <laughs> I wish Rachel Ziegler was, like, m- it, more um, in it. Yeah, in 90% <laughs> of the movie. Yeah. So, it's like, I kind of get it. The issue is, unfortunately... Rachel Ziegler being in the movie more also probably means more Ansel Elgort, which, like, whatever. I, th- I feel like a Maria movie would be interesting. Yeah, a Maria movie. Yeah. Like, what, like, after these events? Maybe finding Maybe after, love? yeah. Can't give that away for free. We gotta keep that. Yeah. Let's pitch that. And patented. Oh, just did it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if that's how that works. <laughs> um, the... On kind of the same topic, the last thing that I wanted to say is I wrote in my notes, I give this movie the Girl Boss Award because the women outperformed the men in almost every aspect of this film. Yeah, I'd agree. Like, when I think of this movie, I'm not going to think of and it, Tony it, Bernardo riff. It was kind of like that in the first one, too, where yeah. like Natalie Wood's good in that one. Rita Moreno's good in that one. Tony, I don't even know who plays fucking Tony. Jared Riff Fogel. Why'd you pick that name? I just said Jared, and then I was like, need a last name. That's the subway guy, right? Yep. Uh, of course, he'd be top of mind for you. What do you I think don't about even like Subway? Uh, here's another question. There's a former star of Dance Moms in this movie. Did you Yikes. pick her out? Nope. Maddie Ziegler from the Sia videos. Nope. She's like one of the girls on the white side. I always mix up the names. I think they're the Jets, right? The, the Jets, white boys? Yeah. yeah, she's one of the girls. She's right. Velma. They put her in a lot of the promotion stuff. Really? Yeah. Because she's got like big social media following and stuff. I think she has two lines. Nice. Um, is she? Wait, is she the one that like at the end during the rape scene was like... She's not the blonde one, okay. but she's there. She's okay. the other girl in like the blue dress. Okay, I didn't even look at her. Yeah, yeah. I've seen. I watched this movie three times. On the third time, I noticed her. Mm. So she's really not in it that much. But the thing is, they probably could have done that with like a different role, like the Bradley Cooper thing you were talking about, just mm. to get butts in seats. I feel like they might have, because like, I'm sure she's a good actress and stuff. She was in a movie with like, uh, uh, Jenna Ortega, okay. and apparently it's a pretty good movie, The Fallout, where it's about like the aftermath of a school shooting. Mm. Um, but she, she does literally nothing in this movie. Yeah. So. Uh, who's Adam Driver playing? I think there's one. There's one. I think the one. detective is probably, could be a good one for him. Okay. Do you think he just plays Tony at this age he's at currently? No. <laughs> no. I I'm assuming that with the, the Adam Driver recasting award. Or it's how old it is. he is now. Is it how old he is now? I just oh, assumed what did it was you like assume? I just assumed that it's like he's at the age that would be best for the role. I guess, but we don't know what he acted like when he was younger because he started kind of late. True, but I will say this: I truly think he'd probably just be a better Tony now than Ansel Elgort was. Yeah, it I don't know if he weird. does. He sing? Oh, he was in that singing movie with the puppet. 
Yeah, and he's saying like a little bit in Marriage Story, I think. But he, I, I know he has a big thing about like hearing himself singing, so I think he d- tries to steer clear. Of... Well, he doesn't like to watch himself in movies and stuff. Yeah. Um, I um, think he's. I think casting him as the detective. Yeah, maybe that could that could be good. good. Um, um, if you wanted to do Doc instead of Valentina. Yeah, as maybe. the shop owner, maybe have him. But the thing do is, that. having Doc next to, or sorry, not Doc, having Adam Driver next to Ansel Elgort, I wouldn't be like he's a wise person in Tony's life. I'd be like they look like fucking brothers. <laughs> like, well, maybe it gives it a different dynamic. Like maybe because like Actually, there's also yeah. some weird stuff with Tony and Valentina where it's like Tony's just like a racist too, where he's like the thing he's like I'm gonna marry a Puerto Rican girl just like Doc did be a good guy and you're like what are you talking about my man yeah he's almost like treating it mm-hmm. and someone says it uh, i think it might even be bernardo mm-hmm. says Where it's like you're gonna marry like, a spanish girl and whatever. just to like make yourself feel good feel like yeah. you're doing something different marry a puerto rican girl and make yourself feel good about yourself or yeah something. yeah which like i i i get that a little bit but yeah, honestly that's what people were telling me honestly like i'd probably just choose tony just because Ansel Elgort's not great, and I think, in this role, and I don't think that um, Adam Driver, or I think that Adam Driver would do kind of well with the detective, bad boy, kind of like, he's a bad guy, but like, he really wants to be good kind of thing. I mean, yeah, it, it was poorly written, but he kind of did that with Kylo Ren a little bit. I think he's just got like... He's a good cop. He's good yeah, at playing a, good, a cop. He, he'd be a good cop. And that's, like, the detective doesn't do a lot. But I think that would be, like, if you're picking him right now, that's a good one. I think his Tony would be interesting. Yeah. But, yeah. Is this better than Philosopher's Stone? I don't think so. So, I'll let you know a little secret. Okay. When I was watching these, I wrote down my little rankings. Okay. And I'm probably going to be baffled story? by this. I put West Side Story 1, John Wick 2. You put West Side Story 1? Yeah. Wow. Philosopher. Well, I like this movie a lot. Okay. I didn't Philosopher know it was you liked it that much. And uh, what's this? Hardcore, Hardcore Henry 4th. Which yeah. I feel like that's our unanimous one before we even get into that episode. Yeah. Um, Hardcore Henry's next episode, it's not beating any of these films. No. Uh I'm kind of rethinking it a little bit because I rethought, like, obviously John Wick didn't go too. Yeah. So, I feel like talking about, I think it's between the two, honestly. I think it's better oh, really? than John Wick. Okay. I think it's much better made. Like, I know you talked about the color, but like, sure. if you watch the actual shots, and I'm not saying that you don't, I'm like, I'm not no, sure. To, but like... Spielberg's such a master at crafting shots and oh, blocking yeah. shots and like he takes full advantage of the frame. Yeah. And like there's a lot of long takes in this. Yeah. Where the choreography is just playing out. And when like after you've watched it three times, you kind of watch that and it's like, wow, this is an incredible performance by mm. this huge cast of people. Like the mumbo scene, the dance hall scene. Yeah. That's insane. Oh, yeah, and the lighting is excellent in that. So, uh, that scene. Like, I think it's much better made than John Wick, but I don't think it accomplishes its degree of difficulty. Like, we talked about with Mm. Harry Potter, where, like, that's a difficult movie to. You know what? That's a good point. Philosopher's Stone and West Side Story probably have similar degrees of difficulty in making. Mm -hmm. It's just. Philosopher's Stone, I think, succeeded yeah, more it's, in that. I think it hits its tone that it's going for a little better. And I just think you're adapting something, like, difficult to adapt. Mm. There's some really good updates. Like, I think the socio, like, political and economic stuff that's added into this, yeah. where it's, like, really showing, like, the Lincoln Center and, like, it's the governments that, that's, like, pitting these two gangs against each other like in a macro sense yeah. it's because of the governments it's because they're tearing down these low income housing things to build like theaters for the rich yeah and i was listening to a podcast with tony kushner and he was like i live across from the lincoln center now so when i was writing this i was like 
looking at the thing that I'm writing about. Yeah. And the reason why these people, because it's all accurate too. Like it's all historically accurate. Yeah. Like why these people aren't living there anymore and like yeah. what happened to them. Um, but yeah, I just it does feel think, very real. I think Tony's just like not good enough. Yeah. Ansel's not good enough. And there's not enough of the good parts to prop it up. Yeah. I think that if Tony was more engaging and doesn't even have to be on Rachel Ziegler's level, but just like closer to her level. And he, he's got to be younger. Like, yeah. And younger. It's yeah. so hard to suspend your disbelief when you're looking at a dude who's like 30. Yeah. And she's like clearly a teenager because she was a teenager when they made the movie. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think if they get Tony right, and then I think maybe just like add a little more color. I yeah. think that, or not even add a little more color, just like pump, just bump, like bump, bump it the up saturation a up or something. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know much about color, yeah, but I know yeah. that they got to do something. Yeah, they did. I think they just needed to use less gray and brown. Um. Like, you don't like shit? <laughs> I don't like <laughs> dust and dirt. <laughs> Which I get, like, in, in in the time, but, like, then make the clothing exciting. Like, yeah. especially in the time period, like, I feel like a lot of... Because everything was so grungy a little bit, I feel like clothing and appliances and, like, all of these... And, like, the buildings, I feel like everything was a little more colorful than it is now. But maybe that's just, like, the view that we've painted on to maybe. the 50s, right? But I think that I personally, for my personal list, would not put West Side Story above John Wick. Really? Just because... Um, John Wick's a little more fun? I think so, and I think it's just a little more tight. Yeah. Um, But I, th- I, I have no problem putting, like, doing West Side Story second. Because, like, I I would w- watch this movie again. Mm-hmm. Like, if someone's like, you guys want to watch The West Side Story? I'd be like, okay. I think it, and it's good on a rewatch if you look at, like, the camera stuff. And yeah. Just, like, think about how they're making it. But and even yeah. d- truly, if, the, if it was the exact same movie, but they replaced Rachel Ziegler with someone who's, like, pretty good. Like, who's who's a music... Who's in musicals that's, like, pretty good? Oh, fuck me. I don't know. But just, like, any other girl. Yeah. It probably just doesn't work as well. You know what? Here's one. If they literally replaced her with Ariana Grande, it would Mm. be less good. And she's, like, Ariana Grande's a great singer, obviously. Yeah. But, But like... She was really good in Don't Look Up. Was she? No. It's a a horrible movie. (laughs) It's not funny at all. Yeah, it's not funny at all. Okay. Well, I, I, I have not seen it. I heard very I don't mixed like things it very about much. But like I truly think that uh Rachel Ziegler and then to an extent or to a degree Ariana DeBose they kind of carry the movie a little bit for yeah. me. Um and I like it, but I don't love it. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that's a pretty fair. Like I think it's better made than John Wick. That's fair. Um and I think, you know, it's just like, John Wick's a little tighter, but I think the John Wick second half, like, after the nightclub stuff is kind of like, yeah, you could stop watching the movie, honestly. Yeah. Because you've climaxed after, during the nightclub scene. It's kind of like yeah the end of a lot of Nolan movies, where you're kind of just like, I'm not sure what the fuck's, like, let's just get to the end. Yeah. I'm not thinking about the end when I think, oh, Interst- actually, with Interstellar, I am. Well, it's like how last night we watched the movie Four Christmases. Oh, yeah. Vince Vaughn and then you get into the last 25 and you're like, this is horrendous. Yeah. It's like a pretty funny movie for the first two thirds. Yeah. Maybe even three quarters. Yeah. But like the last bit, they're like, okay, now we got to like wrap up all of the emotional things we set up. Yeah. Now, John Voight's going to tell. Reese Witherspoon had a live. 
I don't even remember what the fuck happened. Yeah, I think the only I joke in, like, the last quarter of the movie is when they have a kid, spoiler alert, and Vince Vaughn is like, I don't even know how we got here. You were just in the bed, and all of a sudden we're here. There's yeah. this beautiful thing that I've never seen. And he's, like, doing his whole thing. And then Vince he gets Vaughn thrown thing. up on. And then he gets thrown up on, which yeah. is funny, because Ooh. puke. We should do four Christmases next week. I was honestly thinking of maybe switching my holiday, one of my holiday movies to we'll four see. Christmases. But we'll, we'll see. We're, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Um, I think we're done. Yeah. So, so West Side Story. Second. West Side Story between Philosopher's Stone and John Wick, mm-hmm. which I think is fair. I think so, too. And we'll see where Hardcore Henry goes. Yeah, no spoilers. But, yeah, next week is Hardcore Henry. That's Adam's movie. Which I chose. I'd never seen it before. I, d- I wanted to pick for the first month. I wanted to do one that I love and one that I've never seen before. So, And one that you don't love. I didn't choose a third film. No, that was Hardcore Henry. Yeah, but I I didn't know whether I was going to love it or not. So, You could have guessed. Probably could have guessed. Um, but yeah. As everyone can tell, this podcast is on the rocks, so we might as well end it now. It's on the rocks? Yep. Like ice? Or fries. Or no, fries are sticks, so it would be yeah. it would be rice. Yes. This podcast is rice. It's on rice. Have a good week.